0: It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. 12 original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future Ladies of Wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kalberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Kron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on on subscribe now $13 get you a crisp unique tape in the mail each month for $20 you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go here's how to order for credit card customers please call 747-888-0945 that's 747-888-0945 Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash p r e s s. It's a good deal. It's a good show.
1: You know what time it is, don't you? That's right. It's drinky fun time, where we drink booze with some of the most interesting people at the coolest places around. So grab a drink. Chill out and enjoy the show.
0: I've already grabbed a drink. So have you, Emma Patterson. I
2: have, I'm lucky. Cheers
0: to this. Here we go, okay. Uh, Welcome to Drinky Fun Time. I'm Dan Dunn. That is Emma Patterson. Uh, We're coming to you from Kettle Black, which is a uh, really cool, uh, rustic sort of Italian restaurant in Silver Lake, California. Uh, Silver Lake is... We live in Venice. So if you could imagine the furthest point from venice that's still in la that's where we are now in silver lake it's a different vibe but i do love it out here uh coming up on the show in just a little bit going to be joining us they are the co-founders of knocking point wine club andrew harding and Stephen amell they're going to be with us in just a second very excited about this uh and i wanted to uh talk to you about a couple things that have happened developments in our beloved world of Uh, Adult beverages. Since the last time we talked, no, no, there's a couple things they got me today. I was like thinking about stuff to talk about, and I was like, "All right, well," and we're going to be drinking wine on the show in in a bit, obviously with these guys with the wine club. But this thing bothered me. There's like a uh, wait. This isn't
2: that suspicious lump on your leg, is it? No, no. We'll talk
0: about that later. I want the guys to chime in on that. Surgery tomorrow. Um, This is a special kind of dumb to me. Okay, and I just want to get your feeling on this. You know, so kettle one. You know, this thing now in the drinking world, like, they're trying to go health conscious. Drinking's not healthy for you, okay? It's not healthy. You can drink healthier, but this is a health conscious thing. So, Kettle One just introduced this new thing. It's called Kettle One Botanical. It comes in three flavors, and it clocks in at 73 calories per one and a, a ounce serving, right? So, it's like, all right, you know, people watch their weight. It's okay. But here's the, the, the dumb part of it. This is the dumb part. How they arrived at making it lower calories. Um, they, what they did is they distilled it Normally in, in the United States and Europe Alcohol has to be distilled at 40, Vodka has to be distilled at 40% alcohol In order to be called vodka This one's distilled at 30% What they did is they just Replaced a quarter of the booze With water And presto, it's diet vodka Right? Like, that's, so, that's what's going on here. They just lowered the calories from 100, which is what it would be, 100, to 75 by taking the alcohol level, hence adding more water, yes. making it less. So they can't even call it, it's, a, it's not a vodka, they can't technically call it. It's a spirit made with vodka. So I want to ask do you order this shit? Sorry, um, to our friends at Kettle One, I'm sorry. I was about to say, it's making uh, me mad. I'd
2: like to open with a big apology to Kettle One. Yeah, was stupid. Or it was, was it dumb? No, I think that what you're saying is you're upset that through uh, the loss of calories, you're also losing alcohol content. But um, that isn't that where the calories come from. It's alcohol that, that is... No, it's
0: the sugar. It, they're, they're, it's less sugar. They're used, if you just dilute it by putting more water in it, it's obviously water doesn't have any calories. It's going to go down. My thing is like, what, who is the... I want to meet the person. That goes. You know what? I feel like drinking, but Man, it's that extra twenty-five news, fucking calories that's keeping me from doing this. Yeah, but
2: let's look at like cause Light. Sorry, I like it at racetracks. No, no, yeah. at the time. But that's a low-alcohol lager beer, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know it's less uh, less alcohol, and that's why you lose calories. Like I just thought that everybody understood that.
0: that you're just saying I'm a curmudgeon now. This shit bothers me. I think it you're shouldn't asking bother for me. A
2: lot. I think you're asking to eat. The cake Let me have some more of this calories. wine. Let
0: me have some of this wine. Calm down. Mm.
2: What, are, what is this mm. wine? Have you got more We're going to talk about it in a
0: second. We'll talk about it a second. One more thing. This is going from stupid to smart. Okay. We got the movie coming out, Solo, A Star Wars Story. So think of all the dumbass product, like branding shit that goes on. This one, though, is the smartest one that I've seen in a while. Do you know who Disney paired up with for the movie Solo? a Star Wars story take a guess
2: uh, am i guessing a product or yes a product that um, they've
0: branded well for i'm going to take
2: a, oh wild uh, uh, that the, there's a cocktail isn't there there's something you taught me in the first episode about this no, no wine then i don't care.
0: solo cups the solo red solo cups solo cups, okay. solo cups they've just, they've done a branding thing where they have specially decorated solo cups that have han solo and solo cups
2: are the red face. ones Red ones. Yeah. Okay. The we ones don't have those average. in the UK.
0: Solo cups, yeah.
1: I, I had that for the oh, record. Who is that? What is that. that?
0: Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Who does that? Who is this disembodied voice heard. coming on here? Well, I guess it's it time to introduce him now. <laughs> uh fine. Okay. Uh let's bring on our guest. What do you think about that? Our, we've got two of them today, and they are, as I said, the co founders of Knocking Point Wine Club. First up we have a he's a former MTV executive. Yep. Yep. Or MTV executive. You founded the music licensing startup Source Audio. I did, You yep. do that, and now you're doing the wine thing. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm, drinky, fun time. Welcome to Andrew Harding. Woo! Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The crowd loves you. The crowd like just <laughs> loves you here. Uh, and his partner in Knocking Point, uh, as a day job, you might know him, he's the star of Arrow, which airs Thursdays at 9 p.m. on the CW Uh, He's done a bunch of stuff. But, I mean, the thing that we really care about today is Knocking Point Wine. And, again, another warm, drinky fun time. Welcome to Stephen Amell.
2: Welcome. He is the arrow. Of arrow.
0: Arrow. I added that. I added that just for today in case anybody says I don't work. (laughs) (laughs) All day long. <laughs> I can't tell you how fucking annoyed you're going to be with that by the end of this show. Okay. So, uh, guys, welcome to the show. Can we get a cheers here? Can we get a cheers? cheers. Yeah, there we go. Cheers. Wine glasses are clinking. Cheers. We're here. We're sitting. And and who wants to tell us about the wine we have before we jump into Knocking Point? What are we drinking right here?
3: I can jump in. Andrew? Uh, so, this is the KDH Sauvignon Blanc. KDH is, um, so that stands for uh, Kennedy Drew Harding, my daughter. She's three. Okay. Um, Stephen and I named wines after our daughters. Uh beginning three years ago, right? Um, and so every year they get to art direct their own, their own label. So two years ago, she wanted a duck on her label. So we had an a, a, uh, a artist make us a perfect duck. Last year, she wanted a princess. She had a beautiful princess label. And this year,
0: it's a unicorn. she wanted a unicorn. <laughs> so that's, a, so that's what she gets. That's and this beautiful. is
3: our Soft Blanc made by Sean Boyd in uh, Walla Walla, Washington. Let's get Walla. a little bit more yeah. specific about what she asked for, because it's not just a unicorn. A unicorn, a princess castle, mm-hmm. and a duck.
2: Well, well that is I think it
3: came out perfectly, don't you? It,
2: it really is. And it's. Really and she's proud of it, too, cute. by the way. I, she's you know three what? and a half.
3: We have th- friends over, and she comes out. Here's my wine. <laughs> right? To, to everybody. You know, that's a...
0: And you know what? After, like, three bottles of this, you're... Worth? You know, I've been there where I'm like, I want to see a unicorn. Too. Yeah. And there it yeah. is, right yeah. on the label. Um, so, guys, this is great. And, and we're, we're so happy you're joining us. So, let, let's talk a bit about Knocking Point. You, you, you started it in 2012. Yep. Uh, if the lore, the story, I mean, it's all out there. Everybody knows this. But the lore that I got was you guys are driving up to a baseball game. You're leaving LA. You're going to go up into Oakland to see your team, Stephen, Toronto Blue Jays. Correct. Um, and Ooh, as you're driving the, up there, the Phillies 93. Yeah. We're going there already. Well, you're you going Joe Carter. You're going you? full Joe Carter on me already. I just don't go Mitch Williams on me. Okay. All right. I got a Phillies jersey on, by the way. I'm <laughs> taunting him. Um, so uh, Andrew uh, convinces you to stop in Paso, right? Yes. Paso is a wine country here in, in the central coast of California. And you never made it to the game.
1: Well, we had no, pl- we had no plan. I had just left a, a playoff hockey game. We were going to go up and watch the Blue Jays playing on my birthday, uh, which was something that I did growing up in Toronto. So the fact that they were in Oakland seemed like a good idea. But we didn't know where. We, we weren't going to drive all the way to Oakland that night or, or even San Francisco. And uh, Drew just, I think we stopped to get some food or some gas or something. And you just turned to me and said, oh, hey, man. We're about forty-five minutes away from the from the best possible time that we can have. Yeah, because like, we were 40, forty-five. It's basically forty-five minutes inland off of what? The, the forty-six. The- we were on I five. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Take the forty six. I know all the. Is that the right? That you know it. It's the forty yeah, six. Forty six, yeah. man. You get you off. Pass get the big James right Dean. In, yeah. Right,
3: the giant James Dean, right there. With yeah. The, yeah.
0: And when I you're like coming that. into Paso, so what happens with Paso is it's very flat when you're first coming in, yep. and they get the sort of flat land wineries there. But then when you get over to the coast, is where you get the good ones like yep. Saxum and those guys. Uh, yep. Terry Hogue, former football player, right next to Saxum, uh, played for the Eagles, uh, has a winery there, and uh, that that's when you're going to get those really yep. big, for like big. Bodied wines that I love from yeah, Paso. Yeah. So you guys go there, and where do you end up in Paso? The
3: Paso Robles Inn. Okay. Robles. Well, we started a tasting. Room, Remember? Sure. As you do at eleven o'clock in the morning on a t- no. On see, this is a see. This was a Sunday. Oh, it was.
1: We had no plans. Right. We We think we were going to leave on the Monday, so we stopped in Sunday. We go to the Paso Robles Inn, and went downtown. Went for a great dinner. Ended up at a country western bar. Of some type,
0: as you do. Where I'm basketball. sure that there, yeah.
1: I'm sure there are pictures that exist of three of us, me and Josh came up, or, or Nick, I'm sorry, and we're, we're behind the bar, shirtless. <laughs>
2: just, <laughs> at just 11 like, a.m. Actually,
1: no, this was Sunday evening. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. It was Sunday yeah. evening. But because
0: then, of 11 a.m. That's why they God. were shirtless. Because they started at 11
1: a.m. When yeah. Monday rolled around, <clears throat> we went for breakfast, and then we went to a tasting room at you know 11 o'clock in the morning.
2: That's the time they open, so what are you going to do? There
1: you go. And, it, you know, it's a Monday as well, and we ran into a guy that would eventually become our buddy, this guy Tyler, who was walking into the tasting room with his, with his infant child passed out in a stroller to also do some tastings. He's a character. We got to talking, and he goes, you guys want to come a little off the main strip and try some, some real wine? Some real wine, yeah. That's how he put it. <laughs> okay. We ended up at the tasting room that, He operates
3: and
2: can we get what? Do you know the name?
3: What was Nell N E L L E? There you go, Nell Winery. Yeah, and it was more of a barn at that point in time. Remember that?
1: That's correct, less of a tasting room. And then we got invited over to his place. Um, he had some friends over to drink some wine because, again, now it's Monday afternoon, and then we were invited to a party that was on a pond and we're sitting out there on the dock now with our two other buddies and I looked at Drew and I said, you know, if I at the time I was waiting to see if Arrow was gonna get picked up to series. And I said, you know, I think that if it gets picked up to series, we're gonna have an opportunity to start something like this if we were so inclined. And I knew that he grew up in Walla Walla, which I know we'll get to and I knew that, you know, he was an entrepreneurial guy having started a couple of companies. Um, but wait, know, but let me get executive. your wine. You, but
0: from what I understood then, you weren't a big wine guy at all at that point, right? Like wine was sort of a new thing for you? Yeah, was it?
1: It, was, it was a new thing for me. It was more the experience of wine country that yeah. got me. That's what, that's, what, that's what drove me to the idea because in the early days, and this is before we've conceived of anything like Knocking Point, it was more about like let's get a house in Paso Robles and yeah. live this experience all the time. Now, that's not where it went. But that was the original inclination. I've I've always enjoyed, I've always enjoyed wines. Um, I never really consider myself a connoisseur, and I still don't. But I've always enjoyed them.
0: And I think everybody that's ever gone anywhere to wine, visit wine country anywhere, and I've drove all around the country and did it. Anytime you're there, you're like, it's so easy to fall in love with that. Why There's we li- something about why aren't yeah. we living here? You right, know, right. especially when you live in Los Angeles. LA is great, but like, let's face it, it's very crowded. And yeah. you get up there, and it's just beautiful. And you look at it; smells great, and, and, it looks and the beautiful. food the is always good. good. The and people get- are
3: always happy.
1: Why
0: aren't we? Doing Everybody's this?
1: smiling, at all and times, you guys you did know? it. You know we the, it. yeah, we did it. You know the main drag of Paso Robles. If, yeah. you, if you if you keep going past it, right? If you keep going past that main drag, all of a sudden it's like you're in a different world. It's like you're in this back. Like country winding roads and beautiful old trees oak trees and hanging old, over the road, and yeah it's and incredible it 's just instant relaxation, and then you're you know you 're at one of these vineyards or a, or a party with a bunch of with a bunch of uh, local people from paso and and like you say it 's just instant it 's just like, wait a second, wait, 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 how do we <laughs> what replicate are we doing why don 't we do this now
3: yeah, yeah.
0: and then it, and then one thing leads to another, and you drew bean from walla Walla yeah. was that. Did you have to do any convincing to make Did you go out? Had you been to Walla Walla, Stephen, with him at that point?
1: Not yet. So no, I didn't go until the following uh, February, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, it, it's. A, by the way, what a, what an amazing place. And it's, it's a relatively new Phenomenon, but it's it's blown up. I mean that that it's it, it, just so you know out there if you're listening. Walla Walla is in the southeastern portion of Washington State, so about five hours from Seattle, right four and a half, and yeah. And half
3: it's hours. it's uh, one mile from Oregon, and you know about three and a half hours from Portland, straight, yeah, straight east. There's and, a fantastic road that you can drive in Walla Walla, where on the one side of the road
1: you are in Washington State, and on the other side yeah. you are in Oregon. State Line you're Road, Oregon, buddy, State right. Line Road.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys do that. You get up there. And then uh, when did, the, when did you, you come out with your first uh, wines?
3: Uh, July 2013, we sold our first bottle. Um, and, you know, Stephen and I knew that, um, you know, a lot of these guys that start wineries, they throw a couple million bucks at this big, beautiful chateau, and they, and they sink a bunch of money into a vineyard and everything else. But Stephen and I thought we were doing it the wise way, and I, and, and I, I still think we do. We, we just called in some favors from, you know, some winemakers that I knew and some guys that I knew with, with you know, vineyards. I did it on the cheap, really, just to just to make sure that you know. I mean, if we got in over our heads, and nobody gave a shit that Arrow made wine, that you know, I mean, the 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 losses wouldn't be that bad. So, so we you were built a web. On Arrow selling well, them. I mean, let's be honest. he had a platform, right? Yeah. So it's like you know, he's got this Facebook platform, and um, you know, I had a, a, a technology background, so we went full e-commerce. We had 150 cases, which is not that much. Um, put it up. Uh, and Stephen posted one time about it. I think I let people know that it was coming. Yeah,
1: and then you know I we let them know when it was going right.
3: to be live. It was,
1: it was going live on like a on like a Tuesday at midnight
3: on the East Coast, and yeah. I was filming in Vancouver, which makes no sense now that you think about it either. Yeah. Right, like a midnight sale for your first go. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that was, and so in one post, it, it, one post, it just starts flying like sale after sale after sale. Steven, so I'm hitting post, refresh. Will you post about our show? Sure. By the way? No, I certainly okay, will. Okay, since you have that so kind I'm hitting of news, so i make sure we got this. this. Is no joke. I'm hitting refresh, and I'm just getting ding, 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 just like orders. transaction orders, orders, orders. And I text him, and I'm like, "Holy shit, this stuff's going to be gone in like an hour." Right? I was very confident. One of, one of
1: Drew's good characteristics is that he
3: is he's properly
1: cautious, which you you know you need to be in business. I was pretty confident based off of you know, just, just how things had been going that people might be interested but I'll never forget getting a call coming home from work from this guy and he's just like it's all fucking gone.
3: That's our was problem amazing. now, we have no wine. And that's
0: you know? your aha moment though, where yeah. it's like this is gonna yeah. this can work this, for us, This, this is, is gonna work. It's funny. I, yeah. Yeah. I would say that,
1: that, that, that between, uh, between Paso Robles and that night uh, there was a trip to Walla Walla but A huge portion of Knocking Point and its structure that still exists today was conceived at a small beachfront restaurant in the Caribbean where Drew and I had – we were were down there on Christmas vacation with my wife and his wife, and we had got them a couple's massage for Christmas, right? So we (laughs) go out for breakfast, and then we sent them off to the spa for – four hours Mm -hmm. something in that area and when they came back we were in these same two chairs with like four bottles of rosé in front of us excuse me four empty empty bottles of (laughs) rosé in front of us and the basic framework of knocking point the website the facebook page um,
3: we were buying domains he was setting up facebook pages the whole thing came together on on an iphone with horrible wi-fi Yeah. Actually.
0: (laughs) And by the way, you hear these stories all the time. Obviously the most famous one would probably be the Clooney Clooney Randy Gerber thing where they're sitting around drinking tequila. Well, we should do our own tequila and fast forward five or six years a billion dollars later. So hope I hope you guys enjoy that kind of success. We're trying. We're I can trying. tell you this, man. How I came to get you, this to happen was I've got a friend, Trey Bush, who makes, uh, he's the winemaker at Sleight of Hand and, Trey, yeah. in Walla Walla, Washington. And I was talking to Trey, and, and he brought you guys up and said, these guys are doing legit stuff. I guess it's uh, his buddy, Justin, Justin Wiley. Justin makes a couple wines for us, yeah. Makes some wines for you. And, and that's how one thing led to another. But I mean, these are serious winemakers up there. And they, they said, you got to talk to it because they're really helping put walla walla out on a large, on a bigger scale to people absolutely
1: know? and yeah. working with those serious winemakers has been critical right because we knew straight away that people were going to buy our first wine sight unseen and i think that you know we, even though we sold out really quick we made the right amount because it allowed us to be you know both of us worked very hard and tried to do well for ourselves but we're not you know we don't have the we don't have the Five hundred thousand dollars lying around just to sing into a winery. certainly not at that point, right? And um, you know, we knew that people were going to buy the wine site unseen, but we wanted to pair up with good people because we knew that if it was fucking gasoline, that no one would buy the second
3: whatever it was going to be.
0: Yeah. Who did your first? Who did your first wine for you?
3: Uh, Marie Eve Guia from Forgeron Cellars. Okay. Yeah.
2: What was the name of that? Your first
3: year one.
0: Really?
2: Where'd you come do up with that? that? Do we have a year one? that we have that here? It's not here.
3: It. We've got like four cases in our personal library. And we're going to open that on special occasions oh. forever. Right. We're there. Right? Right. By the way,
0: just to set the scene, everybody, we've got one, two, three, a bunch of, what is like 75 bottles of wine right. on a table Probably. right now. And we're going to try them all before this show's over. Uh, can I try something else while we're here? Because I've already pounded this um, KDH. White. Let's H- do a rosé. Yeah. Delicious. Let's I'm do love. some rosé. Yeah, Let's get the spirit of when you founded the company with some rosé.
2: So while that gets poured, I'm just curious, because what are you in your fifth year now?
1: Just finished up our sixth.
2: Wow. What are you talking about? Arrow. I'm a... (laughs) (laughs) I bought it! No, actually, I was talking about the wine. I thought you said in 2013.
1: Oh, the wine. Oh, the wine. So, one of the things that we will try, uh, that we'll try year five. So, this year we'll be coming out with year six.
2: Okay. But you've you've been going with wine for... Five or six years now.
3: <laughs> Again, yeah. First, this is first the beginning bo- for, of year six right now. This and is the beginning of year six.
2: Your sales, obviously, as you said, people were buying, you know, without having tried or seen the product. So the loyalty yep. of your Arrow fan base was always there. What's been the change? What's been the growth process? What's the what's the Wine and Arrow family looking like?
1: I think that the big fork in the road moment was when Drew said, "You know, I got a I got a really good idea because." You know, the wine's important, but it, it's, it's also a, it's also a business, and we were going through a lot of a lot of peaks and valleys in terms of a bunch of revenue, nothing because we had nothing for sale. So the first thing that we did was starting to we started to sell merchandise, right? So I mean we're both wearing Knocking Point t-shirts right now, and you know from merchandise, the big idea that Drew had was to start the wine club and to turn this into a subscription based business Mm -hmm. um and and that's been the real game changer for us
2: and you obviously saw a strength there because so much of your like your branding seems very influenced by arrow and what you do yeah
1: well i mean knocking point is where you knock an arrow on the bow thank you there you go i know i didn't know that. well yes that that, that's why it has the the no k so you know for us arrow is important but I just finished my sixth year of it. I'm not going to do it for, I'm not going to do it forever. No, I I can't. I'm not, what do you think? Who do I look like? 65 year old. I can't, I can't do it forever. You know, it's, uh, it's getting harder. Uh, But you know, we, we, we know that at a certain point, knocking points going to have to be about more than just, um, you know, Oliver queen puns and uh, cute labels from our daughters. And that's, you know, that's a lot of the strategy that we have going on right now. It, because we think that, you know, I never call it knocking point wines. I just say knocking point. And, yeah. I, think that, and I think wine is one thing we do. Are it's you mad at me because I've called it knocking Absolutely point not. No, no, no. No, hey, not at all.
0: Real quick, when you mentioned you're not going to do this forever, in the pilot of Arrow... Yeah, we were just talking about this on the waiver. You do that thing.
1: What's it called? Where you the salmon ladder? Salmon ladder. No- which you did. Nobody you were, can see the thing that you're doing with your. Yeah, arms can you right describe that? So <laughs> he was. So this thing, you, you hold
0: the bar, and they do it on Ninja Warrior. And That's I right. saw you did it on it. You actually did it, and those guys lost their mind on Celebrity Ninja. Could you still do that now? Can sure, you, still, you it can still do. It. It. You can do it whenever you want. Well, wants. we brought one with us. No, yeah, I was just kidding. Say, where <laughs> is yeah, it? Yeah, here
1: it is. No. Edward, <laughs> you okay. can still do that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Can
2: you please describe the action? Is it easy enough to describe? I don't think so. It's like you are going. So you up do runs. a you
1: d- you do a you do a chin up, and it becomes this rhythmic rhythmic thing where it's almost like an under uh, it's almost like an upside down J the way that you do it, um, and you just have to position yourself so that. When you, you pull yourself up fast enough that there's a, just a brief moment of weightlessness at the top, uh. and then you simply take the bar from one rung and you place it on the next. Yeah, be dies. really strong. Simply. Period. That's it. I, right? I would do be like an incredibly. I would swift <laughs> I couldn't do the chin up first up. of all,
0: let alone pull the bar <laughs> you know, up on top. Of your top. You know, <laughs> people. People can fat arrow. People you should can. have a new series. <laughs> I'll be like, Ugh.
1: people can muscle through it. But it is more technique. technique. Yeah, I, I, I got taught the technique, and that made it easier.
2: It was exciting to see you do it in the, the first episode, and then, of course, see you do it again so many years later. You've kept it up. I'll
1: d- yeah. I'll d- I didn't actually do it this year. I'll, d- I'll do it next year. I'm trying to barter for them to let me show my ass on the show next year. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: It's a family show. So
0: we, we mentioned, I don't know, did we talk about this on the air before the air? We have a mutual friend who's been on our show, Kevin Alejandro. Yes. He was talking about when he does shirtless scenes, did they tell you ahead of time like he he needs notice he needs like so that he can oh, work out and all the time. crunches and all that but i'm saying like he he wants to know when he's doing the shirtless scene so that he because one time i invited him out he says no i can't i can't drink for a couple of weeks because i gotta take my shirt off hey uh, look we're Lucifer. actors
1: and we have representation and that's because we're super fucking sensitive so yeah. <laughs> so so believe me when i tell you uh they give, us, they give us a heads up. You know. You don't unless show it, up on the it's yeah. just something that happens in perpetuity. But if it's, if it's uh, you know, I ask, the only thing that I typically ask of them, and this was after a bunch of times in the first season where this kept happening, is just don't do it on a Monday, okay? <laughs> let me have my Saturday and let me have my Sunday and let me relax a little bit then, you know, do it on a Wednesday or a Thursday. Not after vacation either. Not after vacation either. Multiple times
3: he's looked at me sitting in Hawaii or wherever, you know, and he has his phone, and he'll look up and go, son of a bitch. I get a shirtless scene in five days. Oh, man. After just indulging in everything you can imagine, you know, desserts, a dinner. You know, and you know, the the thing about it
1: is that you're not going to, you know, are you going to make a significant difference in your body over a couple of days? No, because I'm not going to cut weight or do something stupid because I have to work 14 hours a day, and I'm not that vain yeah. but
2: is he that vain no, no actually he's not no, no um no uh, uh,
1: but sorry as uh, i'm pouring uh, myself so i, I would
2: like to know though because i don't know if this is true is it say you're about to shoot a, a, a topless scene sure do you do a, a few sort of like press-ups and weights and things to get them all those muscles all or sure up? is that a thing <laughs>
1: if you want to yeah i mean you're not going to make a big difference in your body over the course of a couple of days but you're going to make a big difference in your mind Right, and 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 that's that's half the battle, you know. I don't, I'm not that particular with my wardrobe, but you know, if you're in a suit that doesn't fit, it affects your mood. It affects the way that you carry yourself, which thus affects your performance. And you know, if I'm, if I'm. You know, if I, if I know that I've worked out a couple of times over the course of a week, I'm going to feel good about a shirtless scene, and that in turn is going to influence my performance. I do push-ups
0: before I do this show. And, <laughs> and i just like
2: to know that it's okay to drink wine, isn't it, while also eating well, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I mean, look at uh, look at LeBron James' uh, Insta story all the time. He's always posting, like, a beautiful wine. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne yeah, Wade those guys does. have competitions now. Who yeah. has the nicest wine that they can
3: bring to the table? This asshole got me I
1: love in it. 2001 Chateau Neuf to Pop uh, for my birthday. Oh No kidding. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Good friend.
2: Did he open it and share it? Nice. Just yeah. got it last night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Wow. Happy birthday. Did Thank you bring you. it
0: with you? you it <laughs> I should have. <with>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it was your birthday?
0: <laughs> Fuck this <laughs> knocking point <boy and> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this will. <laughs> hey, how many cases of this do you guys do total? Uh,
3: a year. So, so we did 150 in the first year in 2013, and this last year we did 10,000 cases.
2: Holy shit. Yeah. That's some growth it's right It's taken there. off. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the rosé that we're all sipping on now. So, Nerd HQ. Yeah. So, buddy, Zach Levi. um, Seventies.
3: He did a couple wines with us. Zach Levi,
0: the guy from Zachary
3: uh, Levi, Chuck and Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, yeah. That guy, amongst amongst other things. So, talk to to us about
2: Zachary Levi and and David Coleman.
3: So, Zach got to pick the wine, um, and he got full creative control of the label as well. And Zach runs a a. a, what do you call it? Uh, I like, don't know if like I a would live call it. Show I wouldn't a, call it a. a not, it's, it's not a not-for-profit, is it? No, but it, it, it's a big, a big series of events at s, at San Diego, Diego Comic
1: Con for the past several years. Um, Zach does Nerd HQ, which is Nerd Headquarters at San Diego Comic Con, and he'll do a series of panels. Uh, that's how we first met because yep. he asked me to do a panel, and uh, you know he'll put them on sale and. A high portion of the proceeds. I don't want to speak for him. I, mm-hmm. I could be getting this a bit wrong. Go to Smiles for Smiles, which is the charity that helps fix the. Help oh here, out here, here, here see. Clef, Thank yeah. you. Yeah, palate. Yeah. Um, and uh, and 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 so it's it's just a, you know, just tra- yeah. just a guy trying to do good. There's usually a nerd HQ party, so we designed his wine and that wine for the nerd HQ party. I was that our first. That was our first collaboration. It was. So this First is one.
2: something new, I think, for for me, Dan. I've not, I, I think this is wonderful concept that Knocking Point are. You're happy to work with any or all winemakers if there's something happening, you will be open to.
3: Yeah, I mean, so far the winemakers have all been from Walla Walla, um, <clears throat> but as far as the the collaborations like a Zach, I mean, you know, to be able to work with guys, I mean, you know, someone like a Stephen or a Zach, I mean, so these guys are all artists. Right? And all of them like wine. So to approach them and say, hey, man, you want to make your own wine, they all say, what's, what's the catch? You know? And right. you say, no catch. Just uh, pick your blend and tell us what you want on the label, and we'll make it for you. And so Zach made two. Do we have the other one? Do we have it? Mm-hmm. try it. He made another one with his Two with at his, the same time period. With his face you, you, on it. Yeah, the reason I'm grabbing it is because oh. you're going to like this. Okay. Okay. Um, there he is. Oh, there he is. Oh, handsome man. That's you. Okay, so he made two rosés, and, th- and this one's darker, obviously. Um, but as far as the, as the collabs go, you know, it's, it's fun for us every quarter to work with a new celebrity, you know, and so far it's been all friends, right? So
1: who's it been? So we've yeah, done Zach,
3: Zach Levi, uh, Emily Bett Ricards, and
1: Colton Haynes from my show. <clears throat> um, Jace Momoa.
4: Yep. Game, Game
1: of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Aquaman, Aquaman Man as Aquaman. well. Aquaman.
3: Aquaman himself. Part um, of the DC Universe. And Cody point. Rhodes, the wrestler. Cody Rhodes, he was yeah. start us in WWE. Um, his dad is the American Dream Dusty
1: Rhodes. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah
0: Dusty Rhodes.
2: And you were a big yeah. fan of wrestling, Stephen, is that right? That's
1: right, yeah, Cody and I are buddies, so that's how that yeah. worked out. But I think that the larger point here is that we're trying to... The, the idea of Knocking Point and the fact that Drew, to the most, for, you know, 99% of it, helped design an e-commerce business, we're infinitely scalable, right? We could start a second wine club that we could do on a more regular basis, but the point is that we're trying to show people with large audiences that may be into wines, <clears throat> don't go out and drop $5 million on a vineyard that you know might have a yield of X one year and x minus a thousand the next year because of weather no we we have your platform yep unless you're unless you are obsessed with owning dirt and
3: doing it yourself then let us do it not if to it. mention you've got to sell it too right i mean yeah. i mean you're sitting on five thousand cases you have to actively go sell the stuff with us we have a massive wine club so every bottle of this was sold before it was finished
0: mm-hmm. so somebody uh, out there now wants to wants to join knocking point what do they do
3: uh, go to knockingpointwines.com.
0: Where'd you come up with that name?
2: You know he well, doesn't like to he in. doesn't yeah. like
0: to add wines to the end of it. Maybe they're just being knocking. Well, out. knocking point was taken. But how by much a, is it? I guess that's by an wondering. archery company. Yeah, what's it what's it uh, cost to be in this? A hundred bucks a quarter. A hundred bucks a quarter. A hundred bucks a quarter. So all in. How many shipping. bottles do you
2: get? You get three
3: bucks. bottles. You get a, a bag of coffee. I think we have a wine club box floating around. We
2: here love coffee. we come coffee too. No, we
3: left it in my car. Oh, we did. That's okay. Um so Walla Walla Roastery is a is a small batch roaster that is literally a, like a like a nine iron from our warehouse. And um, uh, so Thomas and Mary over there they they produce a ton of coffee for us. So every quarter we roll out a new bag of coffee, whether it's from Colombia or from Peru or Indonesia or wherever. It is small batch Walla Walla roasted, and um, it's it really good. so it's 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 three bottles of wine, a bag of coffee. And then something else, typically like a collectible, like we do a comic book with DC Comics every year. Um, socks, oddly enough, we we uh, work with a company popular. called StrideLine that's the super. You don't know how socks. many times
0: I've been out drinking wine, and I'm like, Fuck I dude, need some socks. <laughs> I don't have any <laughs> socks on. <laughs> 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 also, where are my shoes? <laughs> yeah, and out of my pants. At my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah. what's going yeah. on here? Um,
2: so, so my guess, I. My concern would be that I fall in love with, let's say, the first white wine, the Sarmian yeah. Blanc, with the unicorn, the duck, and the castle. How
3: do you get
1: it? How yeah. do I know yeah. I
2: can get this in, let's say, ten years when I'm like it's still my favorite Chardonnay Blanc?
1: Yeah. So um, that's what, that's one of the next steps of our business is allowing it to be a little bit more. You, you know, you pick what you want as as you go along. Um, you know, maybe right now we have one wine club. Maybe the answer is that there becomes a premium wine club uh, where people get to curate their experience maybe there's a, a wine club that's a slightly lower value um, or a slightly lower the cost um, where you know you get what we give you but you know that December wine club box typically what do you think a uh, question for you drew the yeah. actual actual retail value if you piece value if you pieced everything, you pieced everything together.
3: I mean the year five alone which we're gonna open here in a minute this guy right here by Justin Wiley who knows Trey yeah, yeah. right Justin told us that mm-hmm. if he were selling this, he'd sell it for now 55 bucks a bottle, right? right? Yeah. 55 So there's that plus two more bottles at probably 30 or $32 a piece. So quick math is like 115 for the wine. I don't know, 100, 150 bucks worth of stuff? But to say nothing of the comic book that you can't, you can't get. We're not I saw it on eBay for 99 bucks, not signed by him, too. Okay. Right? Yeah, so. Is it an anyway. Arrow comic book? no no it's no, a it, it's
1: usually an adventure that we dream up and we and we pass off as a as, com- as a completely true story okay it's great it, but it's like it's like the like the first year um i think the first i mean we did a die hard themed one uh, this year um, Russian spies tried to steal our 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 wine recipes um, there was one year where oh man uh, t- uh, somebody stole a a wine club delivery on Christmas Eve, so we commande- that happens. So we commandeered Santa's Jesus. sleigh and went and beat the shit out of the criminals. And
0: Jesus, can I get one yeah. of these comic books? Yeah, right here. <laughs> look at
1: this. Right oh, oh, there wow. we go.
0: Look at this. And
2: just like that. Wow.
1: This so, it's everyone will
2: be handed these things are really good. From it's Russia it's with
3: wine. Sort of, wine. Sort of, sort of Nock, timely, huh?
2: Knocking point, from Russia <laughs> with wine, it is you guys sketched on the front of a comic. This is awesome.
0: A graphic novel. I love this. This is, by the way, we've not gotten one of these on the show before. Oh, well, there you go. the first yeah. one to give us this, and thank you. Um, but, I so, mean,
1: you know, in terms, of, in terms of rarity, being able to partner with somebody like D.C., like D.C., yeah. And have them make us a comic book that you just can't get anywhere else. Like, I, I bet you that we have people that exist in the wine club for the p- specific purpose of getting the comic.
2: So wait, Absolutely. DC made this yeah. comic book in every, our hands. Yep, yeah, every so, year. So forgive me then for asking. Cause I'm, I, and we can always edit this out if the answer is not what we want to go <laughs> with. But where? So say you retire from your, your role that we all know and love. Sure. And what is it? What, is it? what is it? How does that then put you with being at the arrow on the wine?
1: Oh, you mean so? Well, I think the first year DC did it for us as a as a thank you. I think.
3: Yeah, it was.
1: Yeah. But then since then we've paid for it, mm-hmm. wow. so we'll just we'll just keep, keep paying paid. for it. I think we're actually considering upping the regularity with which we do the comic books because people really enjoy it. I think we it. might
3: do four years starting soon. Yeah.
2: And you'll just get greyer and grayer throughout. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. It. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Emma from Drinky Fun Time and there's something I really need to share with you guys. Finding the right hair colour is the absolute bane of my existence. Now, not only are hair songs horribly expensive, I've wasted way too much time in there flicking through some tattered three-month-old celebrity magazine. I've even tried drugstore box hair dyes. The shades are so unpredictable, I don't know what I'm going to get. I've wasted so much money, and I often end up with colours that just don't suit my skin tone. They don't match my brow colour. But thankfully, I have found a solution e salon offers professional grade completely personalized hair color created just for you and it's delivered. Right to your door. You go online at eSalon, you just fill out a questionnaire, upload your photo, and your personal colorist will formulate your individually blended color from over 15,000 pigments. So basically, you have a salon quality personal touch right at your fingertips, and you've not even left home. Your unique eSalon color then gets shipped quickly and delivered to your door with your name on the bottle and instructions on how to get your hair the way you want it. And if you have any questions, the hair. Experts at eSalon are just a call or an email away to get back to you really quickly. Honestly, it could not be easier. And if you want something a little bit different next time, just ask. e-Salon understands you want it just right. So don't ever let your colour fade. They'll even cover pesky greys. Trust me, I know. I've got loads of them. Plus, there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you're not totally happy with your colour, eSALM will give you either a free reformulation or a complete refund. It really is bloody brilliant. Get 50% off your first box at esalon.com slash drinky. That's D-R-I-N-K-Y now. That's just $10 for your personalized hair color. Esalon.com slash drinky.
0: What are we drinking now? What do we got now? This one? Uh, oh, so we've just snow. moved on to a sparkling. So we're going to do this thing. one. Oh. We probably should have started there. Pacific but, okay. Coast. Who, does anybody I want to take <clears> this one? So that for was you? Emily Bett.
2: I actually got some.
0: You already got Anybody else want I'm going to have some in a second. Right. Me, okay. Okay.
2: What I love is that Stephen refuses to pour his own no, product away, which no. I would do too. Now why would you pour it away?
0: This one's called Pacific Coast Pink.
1: So that was done by. Like the label. That yeah. was done by. skull and a rose coming out of it. Emily Bett Ricards, who is my co star. Can on the I, show,
2: before you tell me about Emily, did you share a bathtub with her?
1: No, but my wife did.
2: Okay, because on the back of this, it says for best results, share with your best friend in a bathtub.
1: Yeah, my oh. my wife and her best friend and Emily all got in the bathtub the night of my birthday party, uh, and uh, shared a, shared oh a, shared a glass. Producer
0: Bowen, I can't wait. Come on, <laughs> here we go.
1: Yeah. No, but the Emily's was the first wine, the first collaboration um, where she really leaned into it and and really got specific with it i mean most most everyone was like well i mean zach I, I loved what zach did but zach was like well it's summer let's get let's get some rose and you know hear a couple of here a couple of design ideas uh, you know cody got pretty specific but it was his it was his wrestler uh branding but emily was like i'm doing a sparkling rose mm-hmm. here's the label got really Particular about it, and people And by the way, really she responded. delivered the label finish too, which good. never happened. This is right?
2: well, well, sorry, this good. is my What's favorite. really
0: good about this one is, and, and you know, I'm, I have a very, and I'm obviously you guys are doing this one, so my taste in sparkling rose, I can't stand it when they're like toyingly sweet, sweet yeah, right? Yeah. This thing's very dry, yep, very crisp, and, and if you like a sort of a wine, a sparkling rose, they're gonna be able to sit outside mm-hmm. on a hot day. And not because when you get that sweetness in there, when, and this doesn't have any of that, which I love. I yeah.
1: think that this is the first wine that, fr- from a collaborator standpoint, that we will definitely do again. Even if we do a small smaller one batch, off, a one off, yeah. and do a smaller batch, order that people can buy a la carte. Yeah, yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> you agree. Well, crowd loves it. well done, Emily. <laughs> Big crowd here, Kendall Emily
2: Beck. Yeah. No, honestly, this, and um, ladies, not just to speak just to the ladies, but this is really light. Fruity and tiny, tiny bubbles. It's really and good.
3: it's all gone too. I've go to you question this before. You actually, can it's, it's done. done. It's wiped out. There's, well, that, there's that like was, eight bottles left. This yeah. is
0: the <laughs> thing. Like so, this like, Emma brought up though. This Katie. So if I'm having a party, yeah, and I say, man, I, I want, yeah, can yeah. I get it? Can I get like, two cases of this? Can sometimes, I, yeah.
3: sometimes, depending on the wine, right? So yeah. you know, for each wine club shipment, we have uh, three different wines, right? So so we'll have one uh, winemaker who makes us 900 cases of this, and we'll ask for 900 cases of that, 900 cases of this. With, you know, vineyard yields and everything else, the quantities sometimes vary. So if we get, say, 980 cases of this yep. and 900 of that, then we have 80 cases that are fair game to put up on the website for sale. And you mostly so doing screw
0: cap? I'm noticing you We try to now, believe so it or not. So you've got, there's yeah. only one of the, of the seven or eight, nine yeah. bottles. Yeah, we, we try to go screw
3: cap as much as possible.
0: Sure. Yeah, and I mean, look, you know, it's it's kind of the way to go because you're not, you're not,
1: Oh, are you okay? Yeah, no, your foot was on my cord. Oh, sorry, man. That's okay.
0: Hey, don't bang. All oh, the cords, <laughs> the wrapping cords. This is what happens halfway through the show. Headphone cords. People. People, start, people start getting some wine in them, stepping on the cord. Someone and forgets to take their mic off you know, before they go take a leak. Yeah. Yeah. Next <laughs> thing you know, um, okay. So this can I really do want to try this red though? I really want to try this one here. We can let's get into that one can next. We jump into that. Easy. Wait, I'm actually still actually let's go here sparkling. next. Sparkling. A, a, okay, let's do that. Let's we, not rush, rush. anyone. No. Rush. Yeah.
2: Does we anyone can. need to be anywhere? No. <laughs>
3: nope. Okay. We're good. There we, go. yeah. there we go. By the
2: way, while I've been sat here, I've done we did four bring, steps like, actually on my Fitbit. We did not possible.
0: <laughs> 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 That's the raising of the hand, right? You know, the, the exercise. The, the, the nonsense
2: mouth. is what this is. No one buys Fitbit. So
0: what are you drinking? And and I and obviously it sounds like you have plans to expand beyond Walla Walla, but personally, hmm when you're not drinking Walla Walla wines, when you do you go? You like American wines? You like French wines? Do you like everything? My top pick is French
3: rosé. Period. Yeah. Right? Are you sure? Really? I think so because Are that's you how you. Well, I mean, and then there's always a nice Oregon Pinot. You but son of a bitch. okay, is it is it daylight or is it evening? Because if it's daylight, it's French rosé all day evening. long.
0: Evening. You're yeah. at you're at a nice dinner. Oregon
3: Pinot. It doesn't matter where I am in the world. He'll he'll tell you this from I the Willamette Valley. <laughs> from the Willamette
0: Valley. What do you, you have any favorites up there?
3: Um, ours right there. Boom. Oh, great. I, I can't wait to do yeah. that. I like the front? Sokol Blosser. That's my you know, Sokol
0: Blosser up there, yeah. and Drewin is yeah. another good It's just for you don't know that. If you don't know out there, Willamette Valley, small six, about an hour south of, of mm-hmm. uh, what's that town in Big Portland? Town? Portland, that's Portland. the one, yeah. yeah. About an hour south of there. One of the greatest places you can ever go in the United States to drink wine. because of, And there's a bar up there in Dundee Hills called Stumpy's. Okay. <laughs> Stumpy's. The world's most bodacious bar. Oh, That's what it says. Wow. And they are bodacious. They sell uh, pudding pudding shots, what? What? three dollar chocolate pudding shots infused with vodka.
2: This is I imp- dare you to jello have one? Shots? No, yeah. No,
0: no pudding. I've never had this in my life. <laughs> so I went in, and she said, "Pudding? You mean jello? No, pudding." And I and I did it, and I was like, that "You know what? Gross!" Bravo, yeah. stumpies. You <laughs> so are the most bodacious important. bar in the oh. world. Yeah.
2: Is and they're not boozy. There's no alcohol. No,
0: there's somehow they got vodka into the pudding shot. I mean, it's drier than fucking Oscar Wilde. You know, it's like, you're yeah. like, ah, you know, but but they got it in there, so I appreciate the effort. Stumpy's. That sounds gross.
1: I'm yeah. with Drew on the, on the rosé side of things. I mean, I don't think that we set out thinking that we would be thought of mostly for our rosés when we started knocking point, but I love rosé yep. during the day. And then and then at night, California cabs and Malbach's and I like um, uh, Brunello's. So,
2: this is interesting. This is how I feel about wine. I'm not able to, and I know many can. I can't drink red wine if the sun is still up.
1: My, you and my wife would get along just yeah. fine. Is she that? Says is it sleep-inducing?
2: Yeah. Is it? Why is that? Or are we just trying to hide our black teeth?
1: I just why, no. I, I I don't know. Maybe it's just a. It's, maybe, a, it's like a texture thing. I think. Might for a, me. It, it, like, it, like it might It might be a texture a thing. I don't. I don't. You know. I, I find, um, you know, red wine to be an accelerant. In in terms of like, you know, your food and, and it's enriching but I don't know. Also rose ri- is cold too, by the way, right? So Yeah, yeah, good yeah, point. Yeah, I, I don't know that, that I don't know that you would find red wine to be refreshing. No.
0: At unless all. unless you're at a wine festival. There's the exception. Like you don't open a bottle of red wine when you're sitting out on your porch but go to a festival, like sure. go to Aspen yeah, Food and Wine, you could do it all. I will drink long. this shit out of red wine. I'll be like, hey, where are they let's do it. Anywhere, like Pebble, yeah, any of these big yeah, uh, yeah. wine festivals during the day, then it works. But but, yeah.
1: Drew and I went back up to Paso a couple of years ago to shoot a, a, a test pilot for, for a TV show that we're considering doing and, are, and have sort of put on the back burner because of my lack of availability uh, and, you know, ability to commit to the show. And... We went to this uh, zip line course, <laughs> and yeah. the guy that was running the course was so nervous at all times and could, and could barely get
3: out a sentence. Like he thought he was on live TV in front of five million people or something like that. Yeah, we had t- <laughs> two cameras going, a sound guys, and we had him mic'd up. He's literally just <laughs> just, just, just <laughs> could, couldn't get it out. So
1: <laughs> Drew poured me a big thing of red wine for us to try to, to taste after our successful zipline experience. And I just deadpanned and chugged it
3: while he was sitting. This speaking is at nine a.m. By the way, right? Oh, wow. So Stephen and I see Good him being Lord. nervous, and I kind of want to loosen him up. So I start pouring the wine, and I feel Stephen literally up to about there, oh,
2: which wow. is right? basically the top of the glass, yeah, to th- <laughs> a wine glass. And
3: then wow. so we cheers, and he looks at the wine and he goes, "Oh my god!" And then Stephen finishes it all the way. Wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, it does, and, and I didn't acknowledge. Didn't acknowledge it. I felt like what I think.
1: UFC fighters feel like in the 15 to 20 seconds after they've been choked out. <laughs> My head was ringing. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first drink that I had that day and oh it, it took me until 3, 4 in the afternoon <laughs> to recover from it, Wait, it. is this red wine? It, it was red wine. Oh. Like a big, oh. like a big, <laughs> like a big It was disgusting. disgusting. Yes. I drink off Ice all day over chugging red wine. Yeah.
0: Oh. You
2: hear that? I Gross. like Spirnoff Ice. I think it's very refreshing.
0: Well, Years ago, when I, I used to write for Playboy, I did a uh, thing. We went to the... A Mohegan son in uh, on the East Coast in, in Connecticut, and Todd English, you know this chef Todd English, remember the kind of famous chef? We were doing, we we're shooting something with him. I'd been drinking all day, and they made us wait, and I was kind of pissed that they made us wait so long. So we get on the thing, and and he pours this really nice Bordeaux. I say, hey, get a little bit more, give, give, give him a little more, get almost uh, same thing, like a, at least like half a goblet. Yeah. And then I went, hey, I'm here with, and they're filming. I said, well, I'm with Todd English, and I chug the wine in the middle of his restaurant where all these people were there. And he went, it's on YouTube somewhere. You can find it. And he said, wow, classy guy. And then he said, then he turned over looked at the side, the publicist, and she went like this, we're done. Oh, really? And the they left. That was, no, that was the end of it. It was like, okay, we're not doing it. I was writing for Playboy at the time. I thought it was hot shit. I'm like, all right, fuck you too, man. Yeah. And he left. Yes, that was the end because he did not like me chugging red wine there are in no the middle rules of his
3: restaurant. That's one of the big problems with wine that Stephen and I are trying to fix right now so too. the beauty Is of it, hanging it, out with you guys. Uh, it's, 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 it's so for the most part it. it's a little bit of a it's perceived as being a stuffy yeah. um, not very inclusive beverage, right? Like you either know it and you're an expert or you're kind of an outsider and you're just right. kind of, and you're kind of looking in. Yeah, so anyway, man.
2: Drew, I'm glad you brought that up because obviously being um, a podcast about adult beverages, we speak to many, many different walks of, of wine the wine world. People who have been this for hun- been in the business for so long that they will probably sit here and, and no disrespect, poo-poo the way that you guys have approached this because you're sure. not physically going out there and making it yourself. Yeah. Is that something that you think is actually it's really fun and exciting for you guys to be at the front of a new way of enjoying wine and a new concept?
1: You know, I would say that we don't have all the answers. We've made missteps as a company. Um, but, you know, and we also don't think that we're smarter than people that have been doing it for, for generations. But typically, for our MO, if somebody tells us, well, that's not how they do things in the wine industry, we generally think that we're on the right track. You're doing yeah. it right. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. In terms of what Knocking Point wants to do. If you're a very famous... Uh, you know, world-renowned wine company, and you have a you have a standard of acceptability. Then that's fine. But you know, I think of it like: Are you a golf fan at yes. all? Any golf fans? Well, yes. There's Augusta National, and they do things a certain way there, and there's a certain amount of acceptability. And they, you know, you aren't the caddies aren't allowed to wear uh, sponsors and all. You know, all of their rules and all their traditions, right? And then there's the Waste Management Open in Phoenix, which built the 17th hole, which yeah. is a stadium which encourages people to heckle players that hit shitty shots. Yeah. Right? 16th hole. 16th hole. My okay. bad. It's all right. There's more than one way to skin hey, a cat, just, I guess just my just coming point. back at okay. you for the Toronto Blue right. Jays okay. There we go. There, there's, there's, more, there's more than one way to do it. I, I think that you would be surprised by the, by the number of people who operate very successful wineries that don't own a stitch of land and have never picked a grape.
0: But let me ask you this, though. you talk about traditional. Have you made pilgrimages to Burgundy or Bordeaux? Have you gone to any of those places, any of the outside?
3: We've oh. done Italy. You did oh, Italy. yeah. We, we did Italy, Italy a Where
0: did you go? Yeah.
2: Did you go to a castle?
3: Oh,
1: no. We were on an island called Terramia. Yeah. Well, Is
3: Sicily. that right? Sicily first. And then we went to... And then we went to... Uh, hey, quickly! Where was uh, the G12 uh, uh, summit last yeah, year? Well, that was in Taormina, <laughs> which is in Sicily. Okay, right? and then and from Taormina we went to Lipari. Lipari. Lipari, right? And we went to a. Are
1: you making v- that name up? No,
0: Lipari, because no. that sounds like a made no, up.
3: I don't think they yeah. say it that way over there, but okay. that's us butchering Lipari. 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 And then yeah. we went to a. Uh, yeah,
1: um, we went to a vineyard there, and it was stunning. It was. St- Donning. What
0: kind of m- a frame of mind does that put you in when you're in a place where you know the history? You know, there's so much history there, and it's just you know, does it does it make you think? Just like you said before, when you're talking Thank about, you. yeah, I'd like to go, I'd like to go to Paso, get a house, something. Do you also think to yourself someday I'd like to do maybe add this to our wine club, something where we're doing old world wines? Yes.
3: Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. I don't there's think a very good chance yeah. that's going to happen starting in
2: 2019.
0: Well, that's exciting. Mm. Well, well, do I, as do I, I, am I in on this? Since I kind of just came up with the idea? No, no, we came up. With <laughs> oh, <laughs> you come asked on! A
3: the wheels are minutes, already yes. in motion. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's going to be a point in time in 2019 Damn where it. Stephen and I are sourcing <laughs> wines from Italy, from from, from France, from Spain. You,
1: it's you, all happening. You'll
0: be hearing from my ambassadors. Yeah. Let's
1: just
3: say that. <laughs> 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 knocking Point will always
1: be an ambassador of Walla Walla, Washington. It's really important to us. I think you know, you know. We raise money at a lot of the parties that we that we go to, and we've been able to establish uh, a lot of great things. We established a a, a scholarship in Drew's father's name, uh, called the Larry Harding Vocational Scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've invested into little league teams there. Um, we we on it on a yearly basis on a, on a weekend where it's not particularly busy. We bring people from all over the globe for an annual party there. So we'll always be ambassadors to Walla Walla, but. It's, it's time. It's time to get a. This is your a, yeah. Your, by the way, big uh, Italian red. Trey runner. Bush
0: brought up your 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 annual knocking point party. party. And he said it's one of the parties of the year. It's big in Walla Walla, which is like being valedictorian yeah, summer I mean, school. We, Let's face it, yeah, but you know yeah. it's still a big party. Yeah. in Walla Walla. He said it's it's off off the hook. There's something called game called hook? Sp- hook? both. Yeah, yeah, one of those.
3: Okay. So Walla Walla's so got the party
2: a party. We'll never get to go to. We? No, we're good. No, you
3: guys come whenever you want. Um, So there's something called Spring Release Weekend, which is typically the first weekend in May. And uh, all the wineries are open, right? So all the hotels sell out. Steven and I do our party one week before so that the hotels are available because our people come in and buy out the hotels. Yeah. So we'll have 400 and something people come in from Australia, Philippines, Germany, Have you done it this year yet? We did it two weeks
0: ago. Oh, this is the thing where the you did a yeah. you did a dinner in the cellar at uh, Bar Piano. Bar Piano. Yeah. I heard about this. I'm, yeah, I know what you guys are up. To.
4: We saw Trey there. I yeah. know Vaguely what you're up
3: to. Recall. Yeah, <laughs> you, were, you were there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you get when you're in a wine cellar. When they let you into the cellar, yeah, you're not leaving until you because you just see it. And Sean well, like, Boy, this. one of our
3: winemakers, let us in without him, and we took in 25 people, and he gave us access to his barrels and his barrel thieves, and we went nuts. Actually, uh. Stephen even stole a trophy from
0: in there, but
1: anyway, and, a, we were, and, a, yeah. and I
3: stole a trophy from his
1: and a snowboard
3: list. and a snowboard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, proud. So we're so like, just pulling kind of beautiful red. Are yeah. you kidding? Yeah. What are we drinking right now? This one is. This really,
2: is an important really wine. Good. We're on the Reds now, guys. People at home listening. Um, it's super delicious, and I, I believe you. this is your your uncle on this. This is
3: my great grandfather.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah,
3: Charles Harding Sr.
0: Next to a motorcycle, got a. That's cool a 1917
3: black. Harley. Wow. The first 1917, so he was 16 years old there. Um, he lived until I was 16 years old, so I knew him well. And you know, Stephen and I wanted to do an Oregon Pinot, and we 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 called it Origins. And so, um, you way, did you misspell way, Oregon or was it, it no was, origins. Oh, origins? Oh,
0: I thought you misspelled it. I was like, guys, <laughs> yeah. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> you butchered Maybe Oregon. Get out of the cellar yeah. a little, you know, um,
2: did he? Uh, what's interesting about the photo on the front this black and uh-huh. white photo of his of his grandfather when he was sixteen. He's wearing these the baggy, the classic sort of like knickers set. type thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, wait. In England, knickers are like underpants. What are they, they really? Do you call those knickers?
0: Knickers no, or right. underpants? I thought they were uh, like the, the, girls the short knickers, pants, yeah. right? I like like, they're like knickers. the golf. golf knickers. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he's, like, wearing he's wearing
2: big billowy pants with the obviously motorcycle boots and his motorcycle goggles. Yeah. Um, was he 16? Is this his bike? What do you know? That's about his, his bike.
3: That's it. That's a 1917 Harley. And do you, you know, know what the name of the how model cool is? is? That's what asking people asking the 1917 me? Harley? No. Just Harley. That, that, that's it. In it's 1917, Harley, Harley. 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 made a Harley. Yeah, of course. They don't have, you know, Nighthawks and all these other ones that they have now, whatever it is. It's yeah. a, it's a it's Harley Davidson. You, you guys ride motorcycles? No. 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 We're I not I'm afraid. I had one growing up and I rode it very rarely. But anyway. Yeah, I'm a pussy. Yeah, I'll. I it's am. a very cool photo. And admit it, it looks
2: to me like you've given a little description on the back, which is great. And yeah. like it, it seems like it's a big deal. Your grandfather's a big
3: deal. It's a big deal, yeah. I mean, I was lucky to know my great grandfather for 16 years, you know, and um, he was a sweet man. And so, um, you know, when when Steven and I chose to do a Pinot Noir and call it Origins, I asked if I could do him first, you know, on the label. And then next year, we're going to switch it out for someone from Stephen's family, which, by the way, we need to pick in like a week. Oh, thank you for that yeah. heads up. Yeah. <laughs> what do actually you need
0: to pick? The person who's going to yeah, the person who's going yeah, to get the yeah, wine okay.
3: for the next year. Their, so we're ah. going to alternate people right, who are specialties. Yeah, yeah, could yeah, still yeah, be yeah. you.
2: You've yeah. got seven yeah. days. So this is from the
0: Willamette Valley. It is, and it's it's a hundred percent Pinot Noir. Hundred yeah. percent Pinot Noir. Yeah. Mm. Get it. Join the club, Reduce everybody. The bow?
2: Thumbs you up Can I?
0: I want to. Can I get a little more wine because I want to. I want to break this up just for a second. It's time to do something that we do here. On the what's that one? Oh yeah, let me dump, I'll dump, I'll dump it down my throat. I'm yeah, driving. I'm not. Well, not driving. the Pinot. Keep drink the Pinot.
2: <laughs> it's really good. Okay, what do we got? Thank you. Sorry. So the, the Pinot. Sorry for everyone listening that we keep going on. Is this got a name? It's just called NP Origins. Origins. Of course, if you yeah. see it on a shelf or on a website, it, it's just a black and white photograph of so the, the a dashing tri- young. The young trick man. with
1: making wine labels and I think making them a little bit more interesting is, Drew, can you turn the bottle around? Sure. What you're looking at right there is the front label. Technically. Technically, that is the front label. It has all the information, it has all the, you know, the, the alcohol, all the so stuff. So the back
2: label is what we feel like we're looking at is actually what you're saying is the front. Correct. With, with the description of your grandfather, how he came so from that allows you to So
1: that allows you to just, if you want to just put a photo... Yes. Uh, you can do that.
2: Okay, and It's a good photo because it's got lots of wine drizzling down it. I'll do that.
0: So you guys ready for this? Are you ready? Well, they don't know they're ready for. It's time to play
3: the drinking game. Oh, boy.
0: Or we could do this one.
3: What do you think this is?
1: Some kind of
0: game? <laughs> <laughs> ah, fun with sound effects. I love it. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Uh, we're gonna play the drinking game. Sure, it's a regular feature here on Drinky Fun Time, and because Walla Walla is sort of the theme of the show today, I brought along some prizes. You want to know what you're playing for? Sorry, I love surviving. Sure. Too here me. we go. So, onions. <laughs> we have a bottle of wine. Oh, Riesling. Oh, there he is. From Walla Walla, Washington. There we go. I'm gonna put that up there. It's called oh. Kung Fu Girl. But here's the. And by the way, Emma, you're gonna have to bring your A game today because. Stephen loves this wine, he's gonna be playing hard. And, uh, and then the other gift today, and it's rare that I bring this, but a signed copy of American Wino by Dan Dunn. Oh, Yes, nice. look at Emma, look how excited she is. No,
2: I appreciate this moment, because this is very relevant. Well, because it is
0: kind of relevant. I, when I drove around the country writing this book, I did go to Walla Walla. Cool. Picked it yeah. off the map, I was like, I'll go right there. No,
2: don't for a second, don't and think put like it right there. What was your
0: favorite spot there? Um, well, probably a sleight of hand because I hung out with those guys. I mean, uh, so, okay, I hung out Charles Smith. I hung out with Charles, and I'm going to have to get rid of this question now because it's already, I'm giving the answer. So Charles Smith is, in terms of the the big snooty wine circle, certainly probably the most well-known winemaker, one of them in Mm -hmm. Walla Walla. And Charles Smith looks like Sammy Hagar. Uh, He, now... (laughs) say this delicately people have mixed opinions about Charles but what I will say about him is he's a guy that grew up blue collar single mother in Sacramento self-made guy went over to Denmark I think he was it was managing bands came over to Seattle was working in a wine shop seemed to have a very very evolved palate friend of his said you know where shit's happening man Walla Walla like back before anything was we should go over there and Charles went over there and managed to finagle a bank loan, started Cave Vin- Vintners, K Vintners mm-hmm. uh, and he started making a wine called House Red. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever thought to call a wine House Red, And that was a good idea for him because a couple years later, he sold it to Precept for like $40 million, right? And that's, and then, but then he's gone on to do some really, really great wine. So when I was writing the book, I go there. We went to this place, Brasserie Four, you know the restaurant mm-hmm. in Walla Walla? Sure. I, first, I go and meet him at his wine tasting room and he says let's go um let's taste through all these wines and then we'll go to my house okay we go to his house he says all right you want to have some mezcal sure let's have <laughs> some mezcal we have some mezcal then he says uh do you want to smoke some pot it's legal legal so and smoke some pot sure do you want to get down in my cellar and pick some bottles to take to dinner okay let's do that too go down he says, pick whatever you want. And he's got first growth Bordeaux's down yeah. there from the 60s. I'm like, oh, you, you do it. So he ends up, uh, <laughs> Fijac, like all of these incredible wines, like a 1964, two bottles of 66. Take it all to Brasserie 4, where then he says, while we're decanting these, let's get another <laughs> bottle of wine, Sauvignon Blanc. And I like to fancy myself a professional been doing this, but I'm starting to go, I don't know if I'm going to be able to can't it keep really up sick. with him. But you know what? We drank every with the, the woman that ran the place was helping us mm-hmm. too. But we drank every one of those bottles. The four, you know, because we got to, point, got to the point got to the point I was about to drop off my chair, and there was still a bottle left. <laughs> and it was started like a, with. It Mezcal was a nineteen sixty four uh, Chateau uh, I'm not saying that I'm butchering the name, but it's. A, and he says, "You want to you want to drink it?" And I was, like, and I couldn't see straight at this point. But I'm like, "Yes, we have to." I'm fucking <laughs> drinking it. Yes, with Charles Smith. So you know, my most memorable thing in Walla Walla was that night, because yeah. at that point, he had just been named, uh, I think it was... Uh, Winemaker of the Year. Winemaker of the Year yeah. by, was it Food and Wine or one of those? Yeah,
3: it, one of those, yeah.
0: And that was a cool night. Yeah. I never wanted to see him again the next morning. He's was done, like, he's done big, big things, that's for yeah. sure. But, you know, those guys at it, Slight of Hand, I really like them, yeah. but all the places that we went around and tasted, I mean, Walla Walla is it's really... It's a sleeper. It's a it sleeper. It is such yeah. a sleeper. You yeah. can get... Big, powerful red wines that are that ma- are on par with what they're doing in Napa, but for a third of that's the price. Right. That's yeah, right. It's crazy. All day long. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. And for so everyone
2: get. listening, all the answers to the quiz that's about to come out are just in that story. So I hope you paid Sorry. attention.
0: <laughs> Here we go. So we're playing for a copy of American Wino by Dan Dunn and a uh, bottle of uh, Kung Fu Girl Reason from Charles Smith.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm taking I'm the book.
0: for We need a, we need a <laughs> buzz in. We need a buzz in. What's your buzz in? Stephen Amel, what's your buzzing? Just make anything up. Thwick. Thwick? Yeah. Okay. Where'd you come up with that one? Thwick. Emma?
2: (laughs) Oh, hello. Oh, hello.
0: Drew? (laughs) Ding. How's that? Ding. Okay, here we go. Got a buzz in. Don't forget to buzz in. First question What is the dominant grape varietal in Walla Walla? Ding. Drew? Chardonnay? Is that your final answer? Yeah.
3: (laughs)
1: Incorrect.
0: God, anybody else? Buzz in?
1: Well, what happens, to, what happens if we don't buzz in?
0: I nothing else. It was we it all have I, to drink, I, had, I had to. Which so. I'm two. We all have to drink. With. Nobody? Nobody? Cabernet Sauvignon. It's Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay, that was what, drink? yeah. everybody drinks. Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> there we go, everybody drinks. And what are we what is in this one? Oh, no, that's okay. Oh, this is the new one, too. All right. Oh, yeah, the five. Okay. Next question. And I'm expecting you guys to step it up a little bit here. Walla Walla is a Native American term that means what? Ding. Oh, hello. Drew?
3: Land of many waters. Many waters. Yeah. That, uh, that's your final answer? I'm from there. That's not fair.
0: I going to say. <laughs> okay.
2: I thought it was water, water.
0: Yeah, no. It, Very <laughs> close. By the way, this is a crazy thing. In New South Wales, Australia, there's a place called Walla Walla. Yeah. And it also means many waters. In, in the aboriginal language over there, it translates to the same thing. Crazy. Okay. Uh, in 1977, the first winery opened in Walla Walla. What's the name of that winery?
3: Ding. True. Walla Walla Fitness. Or... Ah.
2: <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was the wrong answer. It's a little Trumpy. That
3: one was
0: wrong. I'll give, yeah. you a, I'll give you one more chance.
3: Was it Leonetti? It was Leonetti. They were my next door yes. neighbor growing up. I, yeah. Leonetti, yeah. good
0: job. Yeah. It, it opened. It triggered a wave of wineries yeah. that opened in 1977, and in 1984, that uh, Walla that uh, was the Columbia Valley AVA was officially recognized. So then, okay. Technically, we
1: technically we are a wine. Jesus, technically we are a winery. Yeah. Even though we don't own any dirt, do you know what number we were in Walla Walla?
3: I think it was like one seven, 154 or four, one seventy four, something like that. Okay. I believe I'm, I
0: I'm no, wrong answer. Is that right?: I think you were 173. <laughs> I was making that up. Yeah. All right, we'll get off the wine questions. <laughs> yeah. Here's one. One of the most notorious cilar, serial no, no, no. let me have more of this one. Let me get that out. There we go. OK, one of the most notorious serial killers in American history is currently serving a life sentence at the Washington State Penitentiary in Walla Walla. Who is it? You guys are fucking dumb. I know Come his, on.
3: his nickname, Ding. That counts. Drew. It was the we'll Green get. River Killer. The
0: Green River Killer yeah. is. This is not fair, though. This is
3: my backyard, There's all these questions. Correct. Steven's from Toronto going, I don't have any Gary idea. Gary
0: Leon Ridgeway, yeah. also known as the Green River Killer. He, they attributed 49 murders to him, That's uh, but then he confessed to murdering 71, which brings up a little side note about the Washington State Penitentiary that I love, is there was a guy there by the name of Mitchell Roop. Mitchell Roop was convicted of murder. Yeah. Uh, he killed people at a bank robbery in 1981. And when he, he was sentenced to death, and his death sentence was overturned twice, the second time being in 1994, when a federal judge ruled <laughs> that... He was too heavy to hang. too, they used, they, too they, fat to hang. They would hang people no in Washington State until it. fairly recently. He well. was 425 pounds, and that's how they hung. Pe- that's how they killed people in Washington. He was the scale only went to 425, and he topped it out. And the reason they they when they say uh, too fat to hang was they were afraid. <laughs> this is gross. That if they hung him. He would be decapitated. Oh, it would God. literally his body would <laughs> rip his head off, which which would constitute cruel and unusual punishment. Oh, so during yeah. oh my God. And, and <laughs> Only
2: cruel for the people watching. By I the mean. way, Too Fat I to mean, Hang but,
0: but that's so a fucking album yeah. title right there. If <laughs> yeah. we ever do a record, uh, Too Fat to Hang. You should do a label, Too Fat to Hang. Oh, yeah. With Mitchell p- Roop on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think it'd be great. I'd
3: go over it real All well. Right.
2: <laughs> See,
0: I got to get rid of this question because it, it was well. Maybe not. Uh, please, maybe you've been drinking enough that you won't remember what just happened five minutes please ago. Please, Multiple choice. Oh, okay. Which of the <laughs> this is somebody's going to get this? Which of the following is a highly regarded winemaker from Walla Walla? A. Charles Jones. B. Charles Williams. C. Charles Jolie. D. Ding, Charles ding. Smith.
1: Ding. <laughs> Stephen Amell. Thwick.
0: Charles Smith. D. He really wants some American wino. He really does.
2: See, I just think multiple choice works for the people at home trying as well.
0: What are we at, uh, producer Bo, score wise? One, two, three. We've got uh, Drew at three, Emma, zero. Keeping up the pace I, that you've hey, set all I season want long. Them to win and Stephen Mel at one. Okay, here we go. we got two more questions. Stephen, this is your chance to catch up. Okay. What has more acres of vineyards? The Columbia... V- oh, by the way, Emma, you're out of this because you can't catch up. You can't catch up. Shut up. Now between these Shut two up. guys. I decide. Which has play. more acres of vineyards, the Columbia Valley region or the Napa Valley? Thwick. Stephen Amell? Columbia. Mm. Yes. Columbia Valley Correct. Massive. Columbia Valley region can p- contains 50,000 acres of vineyards. That represents 99% of the wine country in Washington and that's bigger than Napa, which is only 45,000 acres. Here it is, man. You can, you can tie him right here. The, fam- the, the most famous hotel in Washington, In what's that place called you're from? Walla Walla. Walla Walla, that's right. In <laughs> Walla Walla is the Marcus Whitman Hotel. <laughs> Steven? True. <laughs> and you know what? We're going to give you that. Yeah, and then we're going to go to part two of the question, which is the rest. So now you're tied. Now we're going for the win. The namesake, Marcus Whitman, led the first large party of wagon trains along the Oregon Trail to the west, and he founded a mission among the Chaos tribe. Cayuse. Chaos tribe. Oh, boy. How did Marcus Whitman die? He was
3: murdered by the Indians. Ding.
0: You did not ding in. You did not ding in first.
1: (laughs) I can't take that answer. Stephen,
0: would you care to answer? (laughs)
1: They they tried to hang him, but he was too fat.
0: (laughs) And there it is. There it is. Not correct, but we're going <laughs> to give it to you anyway. <laughs> he was murdered by the... They didn't like what he was preaching. they didn't apparently. like, he they didn't like yeah. what he, he was, the, was preaching. He was a
3: missionary, and he was preaching too much. Stephen and Amell,
0: they, they, they. I, this is a proud moment. I'm going to give you this Kung Fu Girl Thank Riesling you. from Washington. It was very expensive. It's like $14 a bottle. Lovely. And this copy of American Wino, which you can get on Amazon for $1.99 right now. Can you really? I will sign it for you before we go. Look, he's crying right now. Yeah. He's tearing
1: you up. You know, it actually reminds me of... Um, <clears throat> one of my favorite books. I think maybe my favorite book. Uh, Don't wait. get
2: your hopes <laughs> oh, No, just in general, snap. the
1: the 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 <laughs> premise.
2: No,
0: it's a great book, says me, who wrote it. Um, okay, do we have any more wine we're going to taste here before there we kick many out we, we, Oh, We've we got many? All right, we'll just start to pounding. Now we step it up. Our second
2: red, Dan. Uh,
0: where'd you come up with this one? A Melbeck.
1: So oh. <clears throat> that's actually a really good story. Never we were at dinner in Ad- Atlanta. Atlanta. Yep. And we were with my cousin, uh, Robbie, and his wife, Italia. And I'd wanted a Malbec for a long time. And uh, Italia, who had had a couple glasses of red wine herself, says we couldn't. F- normally, we can figure out what we want to name something like immediately. And we couldn't figure out what to call the Malbec. And Italia said we well, should call it a Melbec. And we thought she was slurring her words. <laughs> and she wasn't.
3: It was a long, lazy. Wine dinner, and that both Steve and I looked at her like, "Okay, you don't, you don't get it, right? <laughs> it, <laughs> not it was, it
1: was <laughs> doing He's not." Like, doing no meanwhile,
0: <laughs> meanwhile, that like is so clever. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. we like that. We like that. Uh, I'm going
0: to try it right now. Emma, you want to try some of this? I do, indeed. Maybe it's time we start judging these guys a little bit more. I get in here. Can't stop
2: with this fizzy pink. I know it's they're all thing. good.
0: Yeah. Okay, what else you got coming up now? What's happening? Send us off with something. Genius. This
2: is really good, actually. In June, we've got.
3: Jason Momoa's wine coming out, which is super exciting. Dirt bag right here.
2: Can we talk that about guy? him? I know the people listening are a, they must <laughs> they I heard, not be fans. Me.
0: I'm picking up notes of beefcake in his wine. Mm.
3: Yeah, there's some of that. No, for sure. I mean, uh, Jason was was friend of yours.
0: So, yes, so
3: Stephen met him years ago, um, and I, and I met him a couple years ago in England. Yeah, we met him at Birmingham.
0: So yeah.
1: we
3: did a fan convention over oh there. Oh lord! And they put us up in a
1: no, 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 no. They put us up <laughs> in it. They put us up in a castle. Okay, so that's step number one. It's There's great. No New home. It, New it Hall. Looks, sort of looks like a castle. New it's Hall a hotel, Manor.
3: but it kinda looks like a castle. <laughs> There's no castles. But we then, thought it was a castle compared to the West Coast US. Right? But then on the
0: but then <laughs> look on at the Emma's like crying laughing so hard. The castles in Birmingham. Look at her, look, look, she's losing her shit right now. There's really no castles in what? Birmingham? It's, it's a funny, place. What, a funny place. Carry a
1: Funny place. People in the UK, when you say "Where have you been?" And they all, I, just say, all I say is "All I say, I've, I've only been to Birmingham," and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um.
2: "For a while, it was called cool, the armpit of the UK." Oh boy! Others have taken. That we, had fun.
1: we had no, fun. No, but they. That's the first time that I met Momoa, and we were staying at this this hotel, and we asked to go to a proper English pub, you know, close by. And they took us somewhere that it wasn't the English countryside, but it it felt like it because there's nothing around it. It's just, you know, windy roads and high grass and this gastropub called the Cock
2: Inn. (laughs) Cock.
1: Yeah. C-O-C-K. Yep. The Cock Inn. C-O-C-K. You see how we're funny
2: in the north of England? Got it. It's not. It's the Midlands, actually. They're funny, too.
1: Bird. It ended up having really, really good food. And both years that we were there, because we, the same convention we do in London now, uh, both years we were, we were there, we did big dinners on the Saturday night at the <laughs> at the Cock Inn. What do you and think about the food? The food in England? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's fine.
4: And that's him being <laughs> polite. Uh, no, tonight. it's
1: okay. Right, you had to see him wince right before he answered. He's like, uh, it's okay. We no. have our spots in London. No, that no, we, are our, we have our spots in London, but I think I think the question London- referred to traditional English food, yeah. and like my answer pie was and my it? answer was yeah. okay.
2: sharp, sharp intake a breath. It's better than it's, okay. it's
1: better than the it food you get does in, in, in Sweden, yes. that's for sure. Oh what
2: boy. won't fatten will fill, is what they say. Yeah. I think I stand by that though. No, I mean I love. Going, You're speaking, I love going. We speaking? speaking American? American. American. <laughs> I can't. We're,
1: we're going to be in London in a couple of weeks, and I love going. I love going over there, and for about two weeks every year, I just I get real into the Guinness. Uh, And fries and stuff like that. And I'm allowed to do that for... Chips, Chips, I'm sorry. Chips. I'm allowed to do that for two weeks. And then if I I press on further, my wife will divorce me.
0: (laughs) Do you like chicken wings?
1: I love chicken wings. Do you know
0: a good chicken wing place? Where's your best chicken wing place in Los Angeles? Or anywhere. Emma loves chicken wings. And she'll go anywhere
2: to have them.
1: Okay, (laughs) I don't know a spot in L.A. If you find yourself in Toronto go to St. Louis. St. Louis.
2: St. Louis.
1: Saint Louis. Spelled St. Louis, but they call it St. Louis. And uh, What would you say
2: th- is good about them?
1: They're giant. Whatever steroids they're giving these no, chickens. No, it's okay. I got over like, that a while ago. Like, uh, professional athletes if can't eat them that. because yeah. if, they, if they got piss <laughs> test tested, positive. they would test positive <laughs> for, like, like Stanisol and all the <laughs> things that the you know, like the East German team was taking <laughs> in the like <light, laughs> big and babies.
2: juicy. Okay. Kyle Lowry's out next season. He's he's St. Like, Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Got but me again.
1: Uh, no, St. Louis is great. And man, I, I do love chicken wings, but not enough to be a connoisseur and to be able to. But point uh, out is spots
2: it a spicy sauce? They're not bread can, crumbed, are they? No, 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 no. She you can like get
1: this. you can get whatever you want. It, it goes. Um, uh, oh, okay. No, I'm sorry. I know exactly what my favorite chiggling spot is.
0: Wait, 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 wait.
1: <laughs> the Anchor Bar.
2: Oh. In Venice?
1: In Buffalo, New York.
2: Uh, oh, of course. Where they where they invented, invented
1: them? Chicken wings. You Whatever steroids they're giving, hat. the ones at St. Louis are the are the kitty versions of the one they're giving them. We're going. <laughs> I know. Right. The our, we're
2: there.
4: We're
0: there.
1: I think that there's a flavor at the Anchor Bar like it goes up and up and up and up, and and that I think their top flavor is Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, they do sell the ugliest hat on the planet, too, which is the chicken wing hat, Yeah. which I'm going to have to own. Why are you
1: obsessed with chicken wings?
2: Um, I can't say that this is true now, but when I moved here eight years ago, um, I didn't realize that chicken wings could be uh, considered a meal. Like, they could come on a plate, and there could be more than two, Yeah. and you could just eat them, and that could be it. And I was like, oh, this is really quite – this is good, isn't it? It's protein. Sure. Good, so virtually like no carbs, kind no. of. I was blue like, cheese oh, and dressing. So I embraced ex- this, and then I oh, realised yeah? that I couldn't stop. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, they were on happy hours. I'm like, I should get more. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then on my birthday two years ago, I ate 88 wings. 88. In, for in the st- 88 in wings, cut, but over five more hours. For that five wing. hours. But that's all I wanted.
0: That's all she wanted. It's your Be- birthday. Real, do you want more of this, Steve? Sure. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before I let you go, because you did tease me before we got on the air, uh, you, had, you said you had a story about the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Yeah. Okay, My right. – yeah. our good buddy, uh, Josh, um, who was on the original Paso trip You with mentioned us. him then, yeah. Yeah. When, when he found out that we were going, he just got in his car and showed up. He had a giant mustache at the time, too, which I miss every day. <laughs> And uh, he's, a, he's from Philly. He's a big Eagles fan. God bless him. Um, had to... Uh, I, we had a bunch of people over to our place for the game, and he was just like, I can't. I need to be around with my people, and I need to just watch the game ostensibly in silence. And there's a great video of him weeping at the end of the game. Oh, yeah. um, but I don't know what the bet was, but I have to... Because I'm not a Pats fan, but I do enjoy the Pats. And I wanted the Pats to win. Uh, fine. Sorry. I still like you, though. That's fine. Yeah, we're, we're but I have wrong, to go yeah. on my Facebook page, and I have to talk for, I believe it's five minutes, about why the Philadelphia Eagles are the greatest sports team in the history of the world.
2: <laughs> why did you have to?
1: Because I lost, lost the, the bet. bet.
0: Yeah. Oh. <sighs> I'll tell you what; it was like the happiest, and everything fell in line too when this whole thing happened because the Eagles played; they were going to play in the NFC Championship, and uh,
1: they were uh, done; they were cooked; they were out; they were.
0: Oh, yeah, and they then was, they won, was. and then the Super Bowl happened, and I cried at the end of the Super Bowl.
1: I mean, like I'm, a baby, you know, a like a guys, baby. A lot of was men it, did. There was they a there's a bar <laughs>
0: there's a bar in Mar Vista called the Garage, and there were hundreds of Eagles fans there, and the, and that last play. You know, when Brady threw that, you knew it, the, the Gronk was going to catch it. yeah, And then they were going to get the two-point conversion. Oh and they were going to win the game because that's always what like happens. And when yeah. it didn't, there was this moment of, like, three seconds where everybody was like, is when, this, they, is when this are they throwing life? the flag? Right, when is it right, going to be right, faster? Right, than right, 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 right. Gonna, and then it just was like, no, it's over. Game's over. And I, I immediately started crying. I was like, oh, my God, we won this. Because my, my whole life, my identity has been loser Eagle fan from Philly because we've never won and anyway
1: I'll tell you are you going to come to the uh, Rams-Eagles game in LA this year
0: yeah I was there last year too which was the most bittersweet win I've ever experienced because Carson Carson Wentz Wentz. got hurt in that game and I remember walking out thinking this is the end like it was a great season and it's all over and it wasn't. Are you going to be there?
1: I'm going to be there too, and we'll, we'll stay in touch. Come tailgate with us. Oh, I will come tailgate. Is that the with thing at the I start
2: might. with all the food? That's where you go outside. That's right. To. That's right. Yeah,
1: English person. English it's called tailgating. <laughs> the what ch- we do in America. are gonna, gonna ship no, some, We're going to
0: ship in some. We're <laughs> shipping some Philly cheesesteaks for you. For sure,
1: and i You I'll actually sh- ship them in. I'll from ship in some. Um, oh yeah, man!
0: You can get them shipped in from Jim Steaks
1: overnight. yeah,
0: overnighted. They send them in. Well, listen. This has been, uh, I tell you, I I haven't had this much fun since the last time I drank this much wine, which is, I think, over the weekend. (laughs) Last night. Last night. The wines are delicious. I really mean that. Thank you. And and, and I I can't recommend it enough. Uh, Knocking point, get into that club because I haven't had a bad sip of wine. And if I did, as I mentioned earlier with Kettle One, I love those guys, but I'll tell you if it's shit. This is not shit. We appreciate Every that. wine we've had today has yeah. been great. Would you agree, Emma?
2: Well, look at me. Uh-oh. I mean, I'm. I about to say no. I, Everyone what? at home, I have been sampling all the wines throughout, but I've actually kept the sparkling pink right by in Emily front of Brett. Her. That's all that yours. Right <laughs> next to me, and I kept topping myself up the whole time. I'm loving
0: it. It's <laughs> really good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you go to knockingpointwines.com. Yep. yep. So go there, join the club. It's $100, and you're getting wines, and you get this comic book that we add that's and great. Coffee. Socks worn by Stephen.
1: I wear every pair. He wears pair every of pair. Of I go for an eight-kilometer jog <laughs> uh, in all every of pair of socks that we sell.
0: By the way, every Arrow fan in the world is now ordering. Oh, the socks. <laughs> yeah. No, they saw, and they do have his musk. They have his musk on there. But, uh, yeah. Drew Harding. Stephen Amel Mel, Knocking Point wines. Where do we find you guys? Are you on the on the social media the thing? All the kids yeah. are doing it now. Yeah, we're all what over. What is it? Knocking Point. Knocking Point. See that yep. one?
3: We have Knocking Point direct. That yeah. one we have Knocking
1: Point somehow. Yeah. yeah, and I'm at Stephen Amell across all handles, even ones yeah. that I don't use.
0: We're gonna we're gonna be on our Instagram at what's ours called? At Fun Time. We're gonna post some pictures from this. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to watch Stephen, he's on Arrow. It's a nine p.m. Thursdays on the CW oh there it is it's a great show <laughs> I love it and I get what else is there you know
1: what time it is don't you time to end this fucking show <laughs>
0: alright <laughs> what do you think oh, wait that's wrong <laughs> damn it you had Scurried it oh, where's the damn music it. oh there it is <laughs> sorry I've had a lot of wine ah our friends from the uh, what's the name of this band again Velvetines. that's the guys Gave us their song for our show. I can't remember their names. Uh, I want to thank Emma Patterson, Drew, Steven, Kettle Black, Producer Bo, all of you out there. And more than anything, I want to thank Amel Beck. You have made my day.
2: Amel
0: Beck.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: show. <laughs>